Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen with 30 years of serving Utah. Well, you just heard Lowry Markin and talk about the rest of the season. The All-Star break is over. The question for fans, what do you expect from the Jazz the rest of the way? D.C. Johnson laughs at this question. L-O-L. Questionable DMPs from questionable injuries to Lowry, Sexton, Collins, etc. Same thing as last year. Jeremy says a lot of losses most likely. Jim says losses. They'll move into a top 10 draft position. If that's the case, it'll make me go crazy. Crazy. Not prepared for some L's down the stretch here. I'm very much prepared for some W's. How many of them in the final? 32. 26. Well, you're not going to get 32. They played 26 games. Well, you're not including the postseason. I, I am. I am not. That's <laughs> no, your problem, not mine. I know you aren't. The heck I'm not. You do not expect him to make the postseason. You have already said that. I remember you saying it. Well, you expected them to be over 500. Can't you readjust? I have. Thank I expected them before Thank 500 you. before Thank the trade. Thank you. Thank you. But you're adjusting the goals higher after the trade. That makes no sense, and you know it. And you know it. Let's see what they got, man. Tony says, I want to see the team move towards team play. I want to see key players getting involved more, and I want to see less lazy, lazy defense, and I want to see less hero ball offense. Enough of the isolations for Tony. Well, that's all negative, 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 Let's man. see the ball move. I want to see positive, positive, positive. Why are we so down? It'll make no sense to me. Four-game losing streak and a couple of trades would be my guess. Yeah, that's in the past, man. Not for D-Ray Palmer. D-Ray says, uh, 12 more draft picks. Can you have a starting five made up with only draft picks? Would the highest draft pick jump center? I sense the sarcasm there, D-Ray. the tallest draft pick will jump center. Dyson says the smart Jazz fans realize the best thing they can do is lose as many games as possible. The Jazz are in the absolute worst place to be in the NBA. Not good enough to compete, but not bad enough to get a superstar in the draft. Yeah, but are superstars available in the draft? How many times are superstars available in the draft? I want you, during the break, go back from 1965 through all (laughs) drafts. Well, how many superstars have been in the NBA? Because at some point, weren't they all available in the draft? No. Who signed as a free agent out of Europe and became a superstar? Everybody was drafted. Sabonis. Yeah, but they're not. That doesn't mean they're available. Was Kobe Bryant available? To the Lakers, yes. Right. Oh, does that mean they're available? No. Brian says, honestly, I'm not sure what I want from these last 26 games. I guess in my ideal world, big jumps from Kessler, Hendricks, and George. More minutes for Sensabaugh, plus Sexton and Marketing continue to cook. Defensive growth is greater than other growth, he says. All right. He's seen them lose a lot of games, giving up 125, 130 points. Enough of that. Those are all fine expectations. Can't really argue with any of them. I don't know that we're going to see Sensabaugh really develop. 
That's for next year, if at all? At least, even beyond that. Doesn't seem like he's getting much opportunity to develop, and there's got to be reasons. They're, they're doing what they're doing there. Chris says, I just want to see effort. Wins and losses are secondary. The beginning of the year, there was very little joy, and they were hard to watch. And then they got healthy. They started winning and having fun. After the trade, that all went away. With the exception of the last game against the Warriors, there was effort, focus, and a bit of joy, even in that loss. And that's what I want to see the rest of the season. Yeah, if you're saying that uh, at the beginning of the season, then you use the word they or a phrase, they got healthy. So that would uh, imply, you know, when you're a team that th- that is this bad, that if you have your best player or two out, you simply cannot overcome that because you're not that good to begin with. And so I think that was the situation. And then they did start to roll a little bit when they got particularly Lowry back, obviously. So what do we got going forward with him? Does he really want to have two years in a row where he's just sitting around to, to help you get a 19-year-old? I mean, what is he, 26 now? A 19-year-old might as well be five to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because by the time he's 25 and ready yeah. to go, Lowry will be very interested in what trades are made in the offseason. Get some immediate help because the 19-year-old is going to take a while, and he's into his prime. It's go time now. Yeah, just it's just as far as life differences, 19 to 26, uh, you know, that, that was at seven years. It's a big difference between uh, uh, 48 and 41. That 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 scope and you just not a lot of life changes going on there. Whereas nineteen right. to twenty six, everything changes a lot. Yeah, and you need to develop your game so massively, and you wonder, you know, how much you're pushing out. Does it take two, three years? Well, logically, and for most players, yeah, it does. You know, if you were fortunate enough to get one of those dudes who not, well, you're very, very lucky and fortunate, as I said. So you're going to need to have that. That pushes him at 28, 29, 30. I mean, you can, he's going to get his money either way. But at some point, you want to taste the experience of winning because that's an intoxication that is really unlike anything. Look at all of us, at any level of sport that we played, when we won, how we felt. In my case, if somebody, I can remember a kid who was, who was, uh, when we were juniors, he was left on the JV, and we were all surprised. And uh, so then we're seniors, he gets moved up to the varsity. And I don't remember the game, the, the opponent, but I can still see it in my mind. He comes up, and he was a little overweight, right? So he had that working against them because there's prejudice there. And he comes up in the bottom of the seven, that's what you play in high school. And he hits his run on second base, his score's tied. And he hits a ground rule double. Well, what does that mean? Runner second's going to score. Right. And the game was tied? And Did he win it? Was this what? what yeah, it? yeah. Bottom of seventh. Walked it off. Right. And I remember my father, who was a janitor and worked the swing shift, would try to come over during the dinner break. Mm-hmm. And he'd try to time it. He couldn't be there for the whole game. And, the, and my father would have been, been there for the whole game if he could have. No question. No question. Right. right. So he would go for like the fifth inning or so. And everybody knew this kid had been overlooked and he's the kid you root for and yeah. now he's the hero my father came out on the field oh really yes <laughs> <laughs> didn't stay in the stands huh 
<laughs> rush in the field. Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't any stands. No, it's high school it's baseball. People were just standing around. Three to four just, rows of bleachers. And, 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 and in our, you go by uh, uh, this, the, the baseball field now, dramatically different. Because mm-hmm. my school it were, it was, it was brand new. Brand new, yeah. Now it looks so much different. It looks like a ballpark. In those days, it was a field. Nice field, but... And so he could just walk around the mm-hmm. end of the dugout. You couldn't do that now. But, yeah. And then... So my point is, man, we were so excited. We were intoxicated with winning, and especially for this kid. And he was on the student newspaper with me. And so at the end of senior year, uh, you got the seniors got to put something in. Mm-hmm. And he put, and this was published, he put something along the lines, this is a paraphrase, that... Uh, uh, I will all the confidence to myself uh, that I had in myself to the coaches I played for who never had it in me. (laughs) (laughs) What a great shot. It's acceptable, but it's a shot. I will all the confidence I had in myself to all the coaches I played for who didn't have it in me. Yes. Yeah. I love that. that was, I don't know. That's not necessarily an exact quote. That's close enough. I get the, the point. But the impression. That is yeah. close enough. And this was a kid whose parents left him <laughs> in high school, literally left him and moved to Las Vegas. And so he was left with his grandmother. So that he could finish high school with and his he was, And she was in failing health. Uh, right. So he took care of his, his grandmother. grandmother. Yes. And then the day after uh, high school, literally, we graduation, the next day, he gets on his motorcycle, because that's all he had, and he moved to Vegas, and he's lived there ever since. I don't know if you saw that picture with me with the long hair, and there's a bike. Motorcycle. And that's his bike? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the point is, man, I remember that. And this is so many years later. Just the intoxication of that moment. You're jumping up and down. You're yeah. going nuts. And and you everybody wants that, and if you whatever level you're at, you want that. So marketing is going to want that. You're going to get the money either way. The money's going to be there, right? He's going to be rich. He's going to make multi millions. Whatever yeah. he wants to buy, and well, where is he from? Finland? Is that where he's, he's from? Yeah, and he's already yeah. made the multi millions, yeah. and he's going to make more multi millions in much bigger right. bunches. But they want to win, and so I just don't know that the draft fits with his timeline if, with a 19-year-old. Well, I get it. I totally get it. Because it doesn't. I mean, you say that, but what you mean is it doesn't. And that's because, with rare exceptions, it doesn't. But using the draft to get there, that can work. And that's probably what's going to happen, because they just added three picks. They're going to have two or three picks this year. They're going to have three picks next year, and they're not going to have eight or nine guys who are in their first three years on the roster. At some point, they're going to trade draft picks for a veteran or draft picks and a veteran for a veteran or veterans. It's going to happen. We don't have any idea when. Trader Danny will make his moves whenever he feels the time is right. But what he's not going to feel is the time is right to have uh, eight or nine guys who are 21 years old or younger. We will all be shocked if that happens. And I love the emphasis on shocked. Shocked. Yeah. Shoot. Question of the morning. The All-Star break is over. The Jazz are hosting the Hornets tonight. 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip here on The Zone. What do you expect from from the Jazz the rest of the way? 
500 ball at best, Rob says. Man, if they went 13 and 13 down the stretch, I think people will feel pretty good about that. I don't think that's where the expectation is. What's that? Bring it to 39? Mm-hmm. Yes, they're 26 and 30 right now. Okay. Well, we'll see. You know, I'm one of the ones you read there. I'm of the opinion, you know, this is, let's have some, let's have show some toughness. So some mental toughness, some physical toughness, not cheap shotting and any of that stuff, but I like to call it hard nosedness. This is just go out there and ball, man. You know, don't don't give me go through the motions. And I, anybody who goes through the motions, you're out of here. But somebody, in a collection of guys, not just somebody, but just just ball. Have fun and ball, because you you got to have fun, man. You're playing a game. You get, you're gonna go down to the local Y, and people are going down there playing for free because it's fun for them. They want to do it. So let's let's just do that, man. Play good, smart basketball the right way. We know what that is. It's 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 an expanding definition. There's several words you could use to describe it, but I think we know when we see it. We do, and there's lots of ways to not do it, and there's a few key things you have to do if you want to do it. This team's been bad in transition defense in different stretches this season. Got to quit giving up the easy layups and dunks, especially after made hoops. Nobody thinks you're playing hard when you do that. How you screen, how you fight through screens, how you rebound. I did hear on the uh, Tuesday night game, the BYU game, the guy said uh, he missed a layup at the rim. Where else would you miss a layup? And then that, is it, is it Pete Gillen? Does the CBS stuff? Does the yes, yeah. yeah. Get the ball to big fella. Get the ball to big fella. Get the ball to big fella. <laughs> he says it about fifty times a game. all the time. This is I not the seventies or eighties. He did right? it. He did a game last year, and you knew, noted all that. And when I was watching that game, oh, he told you. and he was saying that stuff. Yeah. I remember what you said last year. He's doing the game. <laughs> Hit the ball, big fella. <laughs> Post him up. <laughs> We're watching the Aggies against uh, the Rams on Saturday. And I told my wife, I said, this guy, listen to him. That's all he said. And then for the first couple of minutes on Tuesday, I couldn't have been before the first media timeout, hit the ball to Big Fella. Because <laughs> she said, man, that East Coast accent bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Because that I were watching the game and I had it on. I'm, so she's in the kitchen and the TV's right there so she could hear it. Like, hit the ball to Big Fella. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, he's got a thick East Coast accent. Yeah, I know. And his basketball style is of when you, the big man was the most prominent player and you threw him the ball at all costs. Get the ball to big fella. <laughs> uh, so you made it said that easy layups reminded me of the whoever was. I think that's uh, Spatola guy. Is that his name? Chris Spatola. Yeah. That is Shashevsky's son-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. That's the... Like, they don't have I to wonder, say that. <laughs> I wondered what that was when I saw him. I'm like, how did this guy end up well, here already? And <laughs> so I wondered one night, and I literally just Googled his name. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Pops. Because <laughs> usually those guys go on, and usually I know about their playing career, right. their coaching career. They don't surprise me. I know why you're there, and I didn't know why he was there. Because they, they never say it, but that's... He's, yeah. His wife is... Mike's daughter. So, okay. but watch if, if, if the next time 
Gillen does an Aggie game. Hit the ball, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was BYU played a game on CBS Sports Network earlier this season, and it was like 50 times during the game. Yeah. Get it inside. Get the ball to the big fella. I just, <laughs> Coach, we get it. You know Patrick Ewing. We know yeah. Chris Mullen. In we his, know in his day. Ralph Sampson. We get it. You want to get the ball to the big fella. And it's never he, – he's gone like Delta, Delta Center. Center. He's, he's eliminated. Yeah, it's well, just, it's what you did with this question. It just – get the ball to the big fella. The question on our Facebook page, DJ and PK, if you want to go throw, throw in a comment there. Uh, all-star break is over. Not the all-star break is over. You dropped it. All-star break is over. I'm in lockstep with the people across the street. Well, except you did say in the next sentence, what do you expect from the Jazz the rest of the way? You didn't say, what do you expect from the Jazz rest of the way? Well, what be, do you expect from Jazz rest awkward. of the way? <laughs> I agree. I'm going to see I Bad agree. Bunny at Delta Center. <laughs> Bad news. It was last night. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> it was good news. He spread the good news. All-star break is over. What do you expect from the Jazz the rest of the way? Gary says, I expect more uneducated fans to ask for Angie and or Hardy to be fired. Uh, Angie? That doesn't make any sense. I'm thinking he transposed a letter. That's what I was thinking, but I read it. I read Angie. We know someone named Angie works for the club. I was like, that's pretty specific. And I realized, oh, he can't spell Angie. He just got going too fast and... I didn't think of that. Drop the I way late in the word. No, I immediately thought that he just transposed the letter and Ainge being fired. I don't think Ainge will ever be fired here. He'll decide when he wants to walk away. Yeah, now he turned 65 on St. Patrick's Day, actually, coming up. Uh, so I don't know how much longer he wants to do it, but he's got he's got to make a commitment. I mean, he's he's got to be in it for another three to four years. You can't. You can't tear it down and then walk away. Off. Right. You, gotta, you owe us. <laughs> you got you, yeah. you yeah. Well, you owe us, you owe Ryan Smith, right. You gotta build it back up. Right. Yeah. If they got uh, into the playoff and then he said and he's sixty seven, sixty eight, he says, Yeah, I've had enough. Okay, fine. But basically now, once they let, got rid of the all stars, he's gotta be here. Unless he's, he you know, unless he has some health issues and right. hopefully he doesn't. We understand that. Uh, but, yeah, he's got to be there. He's got to see the rebuild through to some degree. It'd be awesome if he saw it all the way. This would be the greatest story ever in sports. If they, They're trading their all-stars that were in the prime. Not at the end. Not at the old trade them a year too early rather than a year too late type thing. Yeah, but the in their stories. literal prime. And then... Six years later, seven years later, win the title. It would be the greatest story ever in sports. Who's done that in the NBA? In sports? I'm talking sports, man. And you're doing it in this place? The baseball teams that have torn it down, I've got to think. Baseball teams that have torn it down haven't unloaded all-stars in their prime. You keep thinking. uh, The the Marlins. That was the other way around. Yeah, too far apart. (laughs) Didn't do it quite And you're doing it in Miami. (laughs) <laughs> this is not Salt Miami. Lake. But out of the blue twice. So, if he did it here, it would be the greatest story in sports. Step aside. Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> Which we just hit the 44th anniversary of. Somebody tweeted that out. I missed that tweet. Dang it. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I was here for you. <laughs> 
DJ PK, it is 97.5 The Zone. Uh, Mike Smith's going to be here at 9 o'clock. Coming up at 8 o'clock, man, that's an ultimatum right there. But how do you argue with it? We'll get to that in 15 minutes right here on The Zone.